Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and thank you guys for joining once again the 980s podcast hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of 980s Capital Group. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, subscribe to the channel. Like I always say, go get the book. It might be the CFP as well. Thank you for your uh, your patronage to a degree. Thank you guys for just being loyal listeners to our podcast. And because we are here to do what? Educate, empower, and engage. And that's what we're here to do today because I'm getting a question with these inflation numbers coming out. Man, is it transitory? Is it something that's going to be more permanent? Are these inflation numbers we're getting in our economy going to put a huge dent in our overall growth? Right, that's what we're here to answer today. We're here to talk to you about the core theory around the current government, which is modern monetary theory. Yes, yes, we're not here to put you to sleep, but we're here to talk to you about what's really going on and answer the age old question. Is our government spending too much? Let's get it. So the question's out there. Is our government spending too much money? Well, let's take a back seat a little bit and kind of figure out what's really going on with just currency in itself, right? There's certain currencies that aren't really currencies that we cannot talk about on the show, but there are some things we can talk about. And in Stephanie Kelton's book called The Deficit Myth, and I, I suggest you all go out and try to and just read that. It's very, very enlightening. But she explains the core thesis around our government and modern monetary theory, which is also known as MMT. So one of the one of the examples she used in the book was very enlightening to me and it made made the, the United States dollar uh, that much more understandable. So one of the, the example goes like this. A man has three children. Those three children were supposed to do chores. So to get them to do chores, like, for example, cleaning your room, washing the dishes, washing the car, mowing the lawn. He paid them in his business cards. He basically said, okay, and I may be getting this a little bit off, but he said, you'll get five business cards for cleaning your room, 10 business cards for washing the car, 15 business cards for, for mowing the lawn, and maybe 20 business cards for doing something else, right? So he did that for a month. He came back and he realized nothing had gotten done. So he asked one of his kids, he said, hey, why haven't you guys done any chores? And the kids responded and said, there's no value in these dad, these business cards. What can we do? There's no value in them. And he said, you're right. So what he then did was he said, okay, don't worry about that part of it anymore. I'm not going to be giving you business cards like that. Don't even worry about that. But I'll tell you this at the end of each month, you owe me say, I think it was like 40 or 50 business cards. You owe me 50 business cards. And if I don't get those business cards, you will lose your privileges. So what he basically did was he created value in a business card. He created a unit or, 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 or an exchange in the business card, a value, a unit of exchange in that business card. So now the kids would do those chores to be able to repay the father 
X amount of business cards at the end of the month just to make sure they can go out and watch TV, go to the movies and have those same privileges. That's the same thing our United States government actually does. The story around MMT is that the United States doesn't need your money. As according to Stephanie Kelton, the, the United States does not need your money, but it needs you to be productive. So what it does is it gives you currency to go out and buy things and do things and to enjoy life. But it also wants you to be productive to attain that currency. You being productive allows them to do what? It allows them to basically tax you. So say, for example, the government gives you $1. You have the opportunity to spend that dollar or to do, use that dollar to create some other uh, more dollars, right? Some people take that dollar and say, okay, I'm going to take this dollar. And I know I owe the government X amount of pennies on this dollar, but I'm going to take this dollar and I want to create more dollars by making this, by, by creating a business. So they take that dollar, they create a business. Now that dollar goes to other pieces of the pie. Maybe you get, maybe you employ people. Now a piece of that dollar gets broken down to other people in the pie and now they get taxed on that same dollar. So ultimately the government doesn't need your, your money. It just wants you to be productive. The productivity in you represents the ability for the government to do what? Create public goods. Roads, bridges, uh, um, just to do things that, that'll make sure the economy runs smoothly. So while I was reading this book, I learned a lot in regards to how the government works. And also I learned a lot in regards to that the fact that the government really doesn't need your dollars because why? The government has the power of the purse. What does that mean? If you guys read my, my current blog I have out there, it's, it's based on this same podcast. It goes around asking, Hey, the government has the power of the purse. Is the government spending too much money? The answer is no. The same thing we do when we get low interest rates. What do we do? We refinance our homes, refinance our loans. We, we get, we, we, we sure up our balance sheet with low interest bearing, uh, loans, right? And they give us capital. If I can borrow at one or 2%, I know that out there somewhere in this in this low interest rate environment, I can probably get something a little bit better than that. That's just good business. The same thing the United States government's doing. They're going out right now. They're creating a lot of debt, but people are feeling like, oh, they're, they're spending way too much money. How are they going to do this? It's the same thing we're doing. Now, one thing I'll say is the government is not a household. What do I mean by that? The government is not a household. The government is not a household because a household doesn't have infinite spending capabilities the government does we can't necessarily create our own currency well you can but it's illegal <laughs> but we can't create our own currency or more of that same currency without having to go to prison for it the government however can do it as much as they as much as they want they have the power of the purse so when we talk, talk about power of the purse we're talking about two things one the government has the power to do what lend in the USD, lending its own currency, give that money out. But they also have the power to do what? Borrow in their own currency, bring that money back. They also have the power to do what? Control their own interest rate. They also have the power to do what? Control the stipulations on how they repay these debts. They have the power of the purse. 
People want to people want to uh, equate this to Greece, Venezuela. It's entirely different. Why is it entirely different? It's entirely different because of a couple of reasons. One, Greece doesn't have the power of the purse. Yeah, they may land in dogmas. They're borrowing in euros or vice versa, right? So they don't control the interest rate in which they repay the loans. They don't control the interest rate in which they repay their debts. So that's the issue with a lot of these other countries because they don't lend and borrow their own currency and they can't control the rate of their debt repayments, which ultimately causes huge inflationary environments, also ultimately causes huge debt-ridden economies, and therefore it just it's, they can't necessarily uh, spend their way out of it. They can't just increase, uh, uh, create more drugmas because what does that do? It creates inflation. What does that do? It hurts their economy. They can't do that. So from an economic perspective, we're entirely different than some of those nations you're hearing on TV, especially the last four or five years. Italy, same way. So what's very important to understand here is that the United States has the power of the purse, but that does not mean that the United States can do what? Just go out and spend haphazardly. Why is that? Because there's one issue with modern monetary theory. Can you guess it? If you guess inflation, you're absolutely right. Inflation is one single issue with modern monetary theory. If inflation gets out of control, it could be a problem. So especially with our economy is going the way it is and with the federal government and, and our, and our uh, treasury departments and all that stuff implementing these new strategies, not new, but these strategies, they have the ability right now to raise interest rates. So they're feeling like they can keep inflation tempered over the long term. But what does that mean? Well, they don't want to raise interest rates too quickly. Right now, with our, our economy running a little bit hot, they don't want to raise, inflation, raise interest rates too quickly because what does that do? It chokes off the economy. If it chokes off the economy, it slows down growth. If it slows down growth, it slows down job creation. There's a dual mandate the federal, the federal government has. It is what? To maximize employment and to what? Control prices, price stability. So if they can control those two things and get to, get to ultimate full employment, that's when they're winning. Because they can, that means they'll increase GDP. That means their growth would ultimately outweigh the cost of their debts. And that means the same thing we're doing. If we're borrowing for less than 2% and our growth is 4 or 5%, we're winning. So the government's not doing anything different than a household would do. The only thing that's different that the government has is unlimited power of the purse, unlimited spending. And with MMT, there is, no, there is a thing where the government can just continue to print money. Continue to print money. Absolutely. We can print money. We print money. We print money. We put it back in our economy. Let's do all these things. It's infrastructure spending, uh, stimulus one, stimulus two, stimulus three, whatever you have it. That's a possibility because interest rates are so low. As long as inflation doesn't curtail the efficacy of the stimulus. That's basically it. So 
the blog that I have on modern monetary theory, again, Stephanie Kelton did a wonderful job explaining modern monetary theory. I probably didn't do nearly as nearly a great a job. I, I get it. She's she's phenomenal. Stephanie's very 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 great. Uh, go read her book, The Deficit Myth. It's on iTunes or I think it's on Apple Books and and, and Amazon. Phenomenal phenomenal book. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I probably would read it again uh, here pretty shortly. But the reality is is that the United States is very very powerful in regards to having the power of the purse have the power of their dollar because well like i mentioned before i haven't mentioned this yet but i'm mentioning it now the usd is the world's reserve currency how long will that last i don't know but as of right now it's the world's reserve currency the the government has the power of the purse they can they can create currency they can borrow currency they can lend currency they can do whatever they want with their currency they can control the interest rate on the currency so they have the ability to be very very flexible in regards to how they raise capital right three the government can basically tax didn't mention that government must raise money they can go out and tax you it's, it's that simple so our government has a lot of flexibility in regards to what it can do overall economically it may not be uh, from a political standpoint it may not be that politically they may not be that politically inclined to do so, such things but at the end of the day they have a lot of flexibility in what they can do from a from a, a governmental standpoint hey guys thank you guys for joining us i hope this has been a um an interesting interesting experience so you learned today that one the government has the power of the purse what does that mean they have the they have the ability to tax they have the ability to, to lend they have the ability to borrow they have the ability to basically spend they have the ability to create their own currency and control the interest rates they have the power of the purse two the government is not a household remember that the government is not like you and me they have unlimited budget they can do whatever they want with their currencies they can do whatever they want they can create new new dollars we can't do that because if we did that we'd be in the we'd be in the clank right three modern monetary theory is basically that it gives us the ability to do what raise much as much money especially during these low interest rate environments there are some things that can can curtail uh modern monetary theory which one being uh, being inflation as long as inflation is sub, uh, subdued uh modern monetary theory makes sense and lastly Contact your financial advisor if you guys have any questions about this. See how inflation may impact your portfolio. See how modern monetary theory may impact your portfolio. Make sure you get with a financial advisor that is savvy enough that understands this information and does their own due diligence and learning about such matters because it's very, very important that you know exactly what's going on, not only now, but that's two or three years from now, that how it can impact your overall financial life. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for joining the 90s podcast. Again, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to get the book. Don't forget just to continue just the, uh, to listen to us and have a, have a great time. We're here to educate, empower, and engage. And that's what we're here to do today. So appreciate you. Stay safe and have a wonderful, wonderful day.